Welcome to the Gentleman's Talk, people. How the devil are we? <laughs> Let me crank this down and set the mood. This tune's amazing. I've had some... This is my meditation hour. I have I have finished my meditation hour listening to some music like this. Again, it's it's just whatever, whatever takes your fancy. I've just put out some nice, delicate dance in the background just whilst I get myself in the mood. Get myself in the zone, people. Get myself in the in the zone to deliver, to deliver for you. I think that's the right level. I like a background noise, but I've got to get it just right. It's 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 a, it's a delicate little operation. This I'm not going to lie to you. It's a delicate little operation. So how the devil are you? How are we? How have you been? How have you been coping? What have you been up to? Have you been reflecting on what you've been up to? Have you been pursuing happiness as much as you can? Have you been giving yourself the enthusiasm? Have you been beating that drum? <laughs> Not your penis, gents. Leave it alone. It's raw. <laughs> anyway, I have got an absolute doozy of you uh, for, for you. Why have I not been here for Sunday? So where were, you weren't here yesterday, James. Where were you? Well, like I said to you, on my last podcast, I told you I was taking a some much-needed rest and recuperation. I was taking some time out, so I did that. And by did that, I'm doing it. And I'm on that now. So, oh, excuse me, I've just had a sip of gin. Because I'm on, I'm on holiday. I'm on my holly bobs. See? That's a fucking gin-filled glass um, with a bit of ice. Just to set myself up for my podcast i have i've been reflecting i've been recuperating i started my my journey shall we say of reflection my reflection journey i started that last thursday i finished wednesday i literally last week had one of those weeks where i just kind of did as minimal as possible um just to kind of wind myself down didn't really get involved in too much just went i don't want any actions on myself from work i just want to embed myself into the into the routine of the of the the rest and recuperation that I really really needed and deserved I think I deserved it I'm going to tell myself I deserved it because I've, I've done a fucking lot of hard work recently and um yeah I just kind of went right you know now's the time this is what you need reset get that reset in so I spent two or three days winding down absolutely and then bosh Thursday came along smashed it out of the bag started my journey for the reflection and the recuperation and did it right used all the tips and tricks that i've been talking about for so long and incorporated them into my every day for the next week and a half again i talk about this learned habit all the time and i harp on about it because it needs to happen and i was and i'd lost my way and sometimes we do lose our way absolutely there's no shame in losing your way sometimes we get consumed and you know we start doing the wrong things we start eating unhealthily we don't exercise as much as we should we don't get out and about we're not putting everything into our family relationships and friendships it just happens sometimes we get consumed men are an absolute nightmare for this because they just absolutely pound themselves into the ground by concentrating on work Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, just absolutely. And but they forget all of the things that actually make us happy have been shoved aside. They've been pushed aside, and we don't give ourselves the credibility or the time and that we need to make things right. So I acknowledged that because I was like, right, I'm I'm in work. I'm really angry. I'm bitter. I'm getting into confrontation with a lot of people. I'm just not enjoying the process of life. And, you know, rightly so. I mean, this is going to feed into so much more as I talk to you. Uh, and But this is why sometimes it's just life, gents. That's the, the name of today's title is sometimes it's just life, gents, because that is. And sometimes it is. But you've got to do your you've got to be held to account i've said this to before you've got to do your due diligence you've got to look at yourself and go i think i need a break nobody in the ho- in in any way in your life is going to tell you you need a break actually that's a lie that's an outward lie because i have had people and i have had a very good friend of mine um at work um, who said, she said to me, she'd been working alongside me for like six or seven months, and she said, James, I've seen you change. She works with me day in, day out, and she was like, James, Christ, you need a break, mate. You have you have been under the cosh 
for the last six or seven weeks and I can see the change in your attitude, I can see the change in your personality, take some time out. And I listened. I listened to her. I listened to my own body. I listened to my own mind. I was putting weight on, um, which I still am. I mean, I'm fucking literally banged on about stone. And um, I've just that's just unhealthy, unhealthy eating, drinking alcohol and not really concentrating on my health and well-being. So how do I expect to be in a positive place? How do I expect to be healthy in my mind and my body if I'm not feeding myself all of the healthiness that I need, all the vitamins, all the minerals, all the vitamin D from the sun or whatever it may be. If I'm not doing what I should be doing, then of course I'm going to collapse. Of course I'm going to feel ill all the time. Of course I'm going to feel like crap. Of course I'm going to want to lie in bed 24 fucking 7 because I'm not doing what I should be doing, what my body needs, what the body tells you you need. And this is science that's telling us this. It's health and well-being is what we need. So I did. I, 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 I absolutely broke into it and went, do you know what? This is fucking time. I, I, this is the first time. And I think it's the first time because I'm in a stressful job. Um, I'm in a job that is a little bit more demanding than I've ever had before. Um, but it's it's more demanding in the sense that previous jobs I've had demands from like one, say, you know, one person, one key stakeholder, shall we say. If you've been in corporation, you'll understand what that means. If you haven't been, you'll be like me before I did know, because I haven't got a fucking clue what a stakeholder was. I thought it was somebody bringing a fucking steak to me, put it on the plate. He's a key guy. <laughs> That's not what it means. So um, it, it, you, you get battered from a lot of angles. And I'm, I'm understanding this now in this new corporation I work for, you get demands from everywhere and, and places that you wouldn't expect. And you can imagine you've got loads of people asking you questions. You need to take the time out to do that. And I'm not really in a high high pressure environment like some men are. Uh, and I, and again, I'm saying men because this is the gentleman's talk, but I understand this does. This is a broader, wider spectrum. And there is a lot of women out there that feel the same. I, again, I'm not going to, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't, offer advice from a woman's perspective because I just don't know um Christ tell me a man that does know how a woman works I don't know so um you know but they do they, they manage it better because they look after their health and well-being they shut down they say no men don't say no it's like fucking yes let's go let's fucking do this mate so I did myself the due diligence I needed and I took the time out and I did that in the proper way. I wound down the right way. I didn't I didn't engage in too much on the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday. Just did what I needed to do to get by. Um, didn't go above and beyond for those three days because I was like, no, I just need to make sure that I don't give myself anything that's ultimately going to... I mean, you can hear me in my voice. I'm fucking knackered talking. That's how unfit I am at the moment. Um, I actually went out for my first before I digress into my... I'm going to digress a little bit. I actually just did a 45-minute walk. Um, went out with my wife and the dog and went out for a fucking real long walk. And do you know what? I feel amazing for it. I really, really do. And uh, I'm, I'm going to incorporate that into my every daily routine. Uh, I was talking to my missus and we were we were talking about life in general. Uh, the dog was being a complete enough to bellend as he always is, but he's funny. And uh, I feel good. I feel I felt good for it. I, yes, I'm coming back and having a gin. So, you know, you've you've literally undone all your hard work, James. But that's because I wanted to relax for the podcast. Yes, that's an excuse. And a shit excuse at that. But I'm on my holly bobs. But at the same time, I'm not doing it as much as... It's, it's, it's a light one. Okay, it's a light one. So, yeah, it's... um. So I've kind of, like, tried to incorporate the right things. So I did that. I, I broke it down, had a nice little time. And then I just... Do you know what I did on Thursday? Clicked the fingers. I started the process. That was getting up in the morning. That was going for a walk with the dog. That was um, eating healthy, having a, a breakfast shake, not having fucking, you know, full English breakfast and all that sort of stuff or unhealthy amounts of bread and everything else. I've gone right. I need to cut out what I'm doing because I've not been happy. And because I've not been happy, I've been overeating. I've been having, um, you know, I've been having like toast at like fucking 10, 11 o'clock at night with Marmite, lashings of Marmite, pissing out with Marmite and butter everywhere. It sounds delightful, but it's put weight on, which has made me, you know, I can I can feel that unhealthy route again. So I've had to take that active decision. And I've done that because I need to, just like you need to, if you acknowledge that. 
And again, I will caveat that with the fact that you won't always be told. Someone isn't going to come and tap you on the shoulder and say, James, Dave, Bob, Fred, whatever your fucking name is, you need a break. They're not going to tell you that. They're just going to complain when you're a complete obnoxious prick. That's the problem. They'll go, you're a fucking being a knob. Why are you being like this? And they expect you to do what you do as an adult. And like, take time off then, mate. And you're like, yeah, well, I don't feel like I can. I'm just, I've got to keep going. I've got to keep doing this. I've got to keep, I've got to keep performing. And you know, no, you don't. Because all you've done and all I've done for the last fucking three or four weeks whilst I've had this buildup of um, negativity is I've shut my friends away. I've, I've pissed and moaned about fucking life. I've had confrontations with people at work and I've not done what I deserve, what I should be doing. So I've actually undone probably six months worth of fucking hard work in in the space of two or three weeks and you only get remembered from the fucking negatives you, people will only remember the the negative they won't remember the nice james they'll just remember that james was a fucking dick a fucking couple of weeks ago they won't remember that i helped them or did whatever i did you know previously so it's kind of like that's where you've got to be an adult you've got to recognize if you've, you're different especially where you come in you'll have friends maybe you're a friend that's noticed this James, you've disengaged from me recently. Is everything okay? Do you know what? I, I, I thought it was, but no. You, now you mention it, it really isn't. And then you go into it and you go, okay, I, I do need a bit of a break. Sometimes that is about taking a bit of time for yourself as well. And that's what I've done this week. I've broken into just kind of um, taking time, resting, recuperating, getting back into a, a, some some sort of fitness regime, some sort of exercise routine that I need to do. You know, not overpowering, overbearing, but just, you know, nice leisurely walks, getting back amongst nature. Um, and it only took a, a couple of months, and, and that is how far that degraded. It degraded, it was a steady decline, but it degraded to the point where I was, that last fucking week, I was... I was violently, I was fucking projectile vomiting. I, I had, fuck, I could have shit through the eye of a fucking needle. I was so ill. It was unbelievable. I The lack of sleep. And I was just, I just kept going. And I was like, even when I was ill, and I said this on my podcast, even when I was ill, I was, I was still at work. And people were like, what are you doing here? I was like, well, I don't want to go back to a hotel and just fucking lie in a hotel bed. They were like, but mate, it's better than being at work. And I was like, you know, no, because this is just from stress. I know it is not. I don't have a sickness bug because I can still eat. I can still do the things, you know, I could still, I still had the thought process of eating. Although when I did eat, it came back up. So I don't really know on that one. It's a bit of a delicate one. But I could see the signs and symptoms. I was getting stress headaches. I was getting tiredness. I wasn't sleeping properly. I just wasn't in a good place. I was very angry. I was very bitter. And everything was a problem. And I was I didn't want to help anybody. I didn't want anybody to help me. I was just I just completely and utterly shut down. So I went, right, here we go. Now's the time to shine, Jimbo. Hold on, while I move this away from my mic, because it's it's vibrating, it's annoying me. Um that's my little muffler. My, I've got a muffler on there. If you're American, it's not an exhaust on my fucking on my thing, okay? Um and it's not a, a, an adjective if you're British for a um a pair of panties. <laughs> it's a little tiny guard that goes on my fucking microphone. Muffler. Um so yeah, I did a game myself. And you know what? Um I've had, a, I've had a tremendous weekend and, you know, it, it's led into, and I'm going to tell you a little story actually, because I, I don't, so I don't often dream or I, I, I do dream, everyone dreams, but I don't remember my dreams because I'm normally so exhausted mentally that, and I've also, you know, I, I often around about 11, 12 o'clock at night, I'm still writing stuff down in my, uh, in my journal or in my um, notes app, um, on my Kindle, um, I'm still uh, sorry, Kindle on my on my iPad. I'm still writing down. I've got this note thing, and I still I write down thoughts to try and get them off my head. I'm like, just got to write this down. If you read my notes, you'd be like, fucking hell, mate, this guy needs to be put in a fucking asylum because they're everywhere. But it's just notes off my head. I'm emailing myself. I'm just like, that's how batshit crazy I go. I haven't done any of that because I shut my laptop on fucking Friday and Wednesday night, and I've just gone, fuck the world. I'm going to take this time and I'm going to, oh, that's, that's X. It's my DJ, Spotify DJ, DJ I was talking about X, he's on there. He's, he's delivering me an ensemble of fucking music. I love it. And um, what's he playing? 
No idea, but I love it. Um, uh, but yeah, so anyway, I don't, that's a, a digression. But it puts you into a really good place. So I shut down, shut that laptop, and I started reflecting. I started getting out with the dog. I started getting a little bit more healthier. I, I switched alcohol for water. Um, I, you know, that, well, I didn't do that during the day, by the way. But in the evenings, you know, I'd be sat there and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to have a pint of water. Not a pint of fucking, but not a pint of gin. And uh, I basically just did all that. And then I've slowly, over the last couple of three days, seen a change. And a good change. A positive change. To the point where, and this is where this little story comes in. I dreamt, and it was a fucking, I had two dreams actually, that I absolutely remember to this tea. I'm going to tell you these fucked up dreams I had. Now, I ne- like I say, I never remember my dreams. It's really, really rare. I think I've remembered one dream that I told my mate, Kieran, the other day, uh, the other the other month. Um, and I was like, that was a, a batshit crazy fucking dream. Um, and I told him about it and he was like, fucking wow. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to repeat it because <laughs> I can't really remember much about it. But this one's fresh in the memory. This was last night. So I woke up about four o'clock in the morning in a bit of a sweat. I had a nightmare. Now, that wasn't a dream. Obviously, that's a nightmare. Still can be construed as a fucking part of a dream. But it was a bit messed up. And I don't really know. Maybe this is something. If you hear this part, you may be like, fucking hell, this is telling the story. But there's two different dreams I had. One when I woke up at three o'clock and I was like, fucking hell, that was a bit weird. And the way it ends, you'll understand. So I went went for a piss um, because I'd woken up because this dream had fucking woken me up. This nightmare had woken me up. And then I went back to bed. Mrs. goes to me like, um, you know, is everything all right? (laughs) You never get up. And I was like... I just had a bit of a nightmare, I think, and she just fucking, like, you know, casually rubbed my shoulder and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, you know, what do you do? What do you do when a man has a fucking nightmare? Because it's probably quite rare that you hear a man complain about a nightmare. And I was like, yeah, it's all right, don't worry about it. So I went back to sleep. And then the second one was a dream. So um, I'm going to break into it. So I went to, oh, this, this dream started, and, and I can only remember, like, bits of it, but it started off that um, I was walking around and I was reflecting on things and... and I went into this church, um, and, and this is a place I've never been, because um, I, I, well, I have been, but I don't go, really, you know, religiously, in, in, in no pun intended. And, and I walked in, and I saw this Pope, and this Pope was a big guy. He's a fucking big guy. And I was like, okay, mate. So um, I walked up to him, and as I walked up to him, his, his face started to change, and he said, stop. And I went, oh, okay. So I stopped, and he went, stop there. There's something weird's going on here. There's something trying to take over me when you come in. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went back out and I was like, fucking hell, that was a bit weird. So I went back out to the fucking, I went out, back out to the front and I was, I remember walking around and I was potting around in the garden. It's a bit like what I do in the evenings here in my house. And um, and then I walked back in and I was like, mate, there's not done sit right with me. What do you mean something's changing? I can see something in your face. And he went, something is trying to fucking take over me. And this is true. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. This is not, this is not fucking made up. It's genuinely, this is the nightmare I had. And he goes, something's trying to take over me. And it was almost like his face was changing. And I was like, what is it? He said, something evil is trying to get hold of you. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, and I don't remember what my bit was, but I just remember seeing, hearing his vocals. So I walked back out again. And then I came back in and he was training. He was in the, he was, this makes me fucking laugh. He was in the, he was in the back kitchen area and he was pressing weights in the, in the air. I looked at him, I went, what are you fucking doing, buddy? And he went, I'm fucking training. I was like, what for? He was like, I'm training for whatever is coming for you. This is quite serious. This is a proper nightmare, but it's making me laugh now. I was like, he was like, I'm training. I was like, what for? He's like, because something's trying to fucking get you, mate, and you're in this area, so if you don't fuck off, <laughs> I've got a train to beat it. And then I was like, oh, okay, so and, and you imagine I've got this big fucking guy, Pope, with his face that was changing, and his eyes were getting red, and uh, and he was saying, something's trying to get hold of you, James. And I was like, oh, okay, mate, <laughs> so I fucking went and walked out. And then when I came back in for the fourth time, because I just, obviously this is the confusion bit from my brain. I was like, obviously I wanted to keep fucking challenging this. I walked in and then literally this guy, and this is the bit where I woke up. This guy looked at me and I could see his face changing. It was almost like the evil had fucking like gone. You, you're pushing your fucking boundaries, mate. I'm going to show you. And I walked in and then he, he threw down the fucking weight on the floor. And he just went, I'm going to fucking get you. And then in my dream... His face changed and this fucking, this this entity thing came flying towards me 
and it was something out of one of the horror movies you know where you sort of see um like a face just appear in the screen it was like that and i went fuck and then just i woke up and, and i was obviously sweating and i was like fucking and i was a bit batshit crazy wasn't it that was a bit of a fucking doozy went for a piss and then came back and then i was like that's when the missus said to me you know are you okay mate i was like yeah i'm all right so i just had a bit of a nightmare she fucking out she went all right i said you know me i don't know what to fucking say yeah i'm good man i'm gonna go back to sleep i'm fucking tired um so i went back to sleep and then the next and, and well that, no 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 there was a little bit in there so i said to my i said have a night she goes yeah you've been sh you were shouting and i said what was the shouting she went i couldn't make out what you were shouting it was just you were just making words i was like fucking hell am i possessed am i the evil one that was the little bit that got me she said i didn't really hear you were just mumbling and like you were sort of like wrestling a bit and i was like okay ignore that shit went back to sleep and then my next fucking dream so i woke up again later on and uh my next dream when i woke up was i'd gone to the um this is a bit of a weird one really and um there's gonna be i will caveat this there's gonna be an element of drugs in this but i it's not drugs that you need to worry about okay but it's just what happened and um but i don't know whether it was like a simply like a like a uh, something to undo from the negatives of the negative spirits so i went in and i was like i all of a sudden i appeared in this ref base now i'm ex-ref as you know ex um ex ex veteran oh i'm a veteran so ex-military and um i walked in and the the base was um uh, one that was local to me and they were doing go-karting and I was like, oh, okay. So I remember going into my job and going, well, I want to do a bit of go-karting. That fucking sounds amazing. And all of my friends are in this, in this little fucking, this little group. We went go-karting. It was a professional go-karting fucking, like, setup. We walked into this room and we were getting this fucking brief on what we shouldn't do and what we should do and basically just have fun. But it was kind of like a complete opposite to the nightmare, obviously. And I remember sitting in there and I remember we were going out onto the flight pan to get a um, to get a mini bus to get a, a a coach sorry not a mini bus a coach to the to the the hangar where this carting ring was while we were on the flight pan I really no idea but I remember there was um, in my brain there was like like helicopters and stuff going off in the background and I was like fucking hell, this is a bit crazy and it was almost like it was a bit unusual for me even though it's not and um, jumped on the coach but as we were walking on the pan one of my friends said reach into my pocket and i went why he said reach into my pocket that's something will fucking sort you out and i went well, sort me out with what he goes something cheer you out and he pulled out a, a bag of weed <laughs> i was like he went i went i can't have that mate i'm on an ref fucking base he was like you need to put it in your pocket don't worry mate it's in a smell proof bag and i was like oh it is it's pretty smell proof and then um i put it in my pocket and then i remembered that the, i had anxiety then and i remember the anxiety because i'm walking around with this and i'm going into the carton thing and then the next thing I know, um, I put this helmet on, I got into this fucking car, and then my, my dream stopped. That was it. So I never got to fucking try and smoke it and see what happened there, and I never got to uh, enjoy the carting ring. I just woke up, and it was like 9 o'clock in the morning, and I was like, fucking hell, James, you've been for a roller coaster of a fucking ride here. So, but that just goes to show, and I don't know whether this is to do with like the reflection side of things. I'm not really sure, to be honest. I think it's just... I, maybe it's because my mind hasn't been consumed with everyday life and I've been relaxed and all my family have acknowledged I just need this little bit of time just to take some time out and sort of kind of manage my mental health you know and everybody in the last three or four days has seen a change in me already they've just gone oh, you just seem a little bit more relaxed and I go yeah I am I feel a little bit better excuse me and um I've been more interested in in, in cooking good food so I've been making um I've got this Ninja, um, and there is others available, but I've got this Ninja wood smoker, and it's an absolute fucking game changer for me. I made um, smoked um, steaks. I've made smoked roast beef. I've made, um, and I'm not talking about, <laughs> I'm not talking about anything rude there, but I've had a roast beef joint that I've marinated and in injected with Coca-Cola to marinate and break down all the fibers and the fats inside so it's super soft. And then tonight I made fucking chicken kebabs. I'm really enjoying the healthy food side of things. And I think it's just because I'm resetting. Because I'm not consumed by a laptop and, and, a, and, and a work environment. I've gone, there's more to life, mate. There is so much more to life. I've been giving more to my kids. I've been giving more to my fucking wife. I've been giving and more to my wife. Um, I've been but no, but just mean like time. Just been giving more time to them. 
sitting with them, not stressing out and trying to be completely away from noise. And that's just in the in a matter of days of doing the right thing. I've seen an instant change to the point where, all right, they're batshit crazy dreams, but to dream is almost is almost like a commodity for me. It's almost like it's um it's like a I don't know, it's it's just something that's it's nice to have. I don't know, it's like a it's like a movie, isn't it? You wake up, you feel like you've watched a movie. Um sometimes if it's a bad movie, but I do like horror movies, so I suppose I didn't look at it too negatively. Probably would have scared a few fucking people, but um but it's nice to wake up and go, Oh, that was a bit crazy. Like a little movie in my in my brain. Whereas normally I go to sleep, I'm I'm I fucking mentally and physically exhausted and I just fucking go bosh and I just go to sleep the next thing I know I wake up and everything just feels like groundhog day because there's no change because it is literally shut your eyes go to fucking sleep wake up do the same thing rinse and repeat eat chill out for a couple of hours go to sleep fucking get nothing out your sleep wake up and just in it's groundhog day if you don't do the right things and that's what I've done. And I've seen this change. It's like just little incorporations. Like tonight I was going out for a walk and Miss says, oh, I was only going to go for a 10 minute walk. And Miss, do you want me to come with you? I was like, yeah, go on. And we ended up doing a, a 45 minute walk and it was absolutely fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Although the weather is fucking shit at the moment in the UK for July, which is really, really depressing me um, because I like to get out as much as I can. Um, but yeah, that's just, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's really rewarding when you make an effort. Um, but just like I say, breaks into a little bit of things. And I've got, I've, I've been viewing a few things, a few things I want to tell you. In fact, I'm actually, so this little guy, I didn't say this little guy, this guy I follow. And I think this was resonated me quite heavily because, um, and I think I need to pass this on because I think it's really important to acknowledge this, that um, if, for instance, you know, you're in a situation where you're negative and you're, you know, life's a bit shit and, um, you know, you're depressed, you're, uh, you know, anxiety, you know, whatever it may be. If you're not doing the right things, those right things, and this feeds into where I got to, if you are drinking, if you are doing drugs, if you're not exercising, then how do you expect to be in a good place? If you're not doing the basics, the minimum, if you're abusing yourself with chemicals, drugs, whatever it may be, and, and, you know, absolutely abusing alcohol, and you're not exercising, those are the three things. If you, if you do those two things, it's absolutely horrendous. You'll put on weight, you'll never get a proper night's sleep, you'll never get into your REM sleep, you will literally completely and utterly compound yourself. And if you're not doing a little bit of something exercise, you're not getting out and about, you're not socialising. Because exercise is a broad spectrum in itself. It can be a walk. It can be a run. It can be down the gym. But all of them incorporate. If you're going for a walk outside or a run outside, what are you doing? You're amongst nature. You're getting out and about. So you're feeling, you're, you're getting your heart rate going up. You're naturally losing a bit of weight. Put some music on. Put an audio book on. Get out and about. Half an hour a day is fuck all. You can sit there for fucking half an hour and scroll TikTok, Facebook Reels, Instagram, whatever it may be. You can sit there for half an hour, guaranteed, no fucking, no problems. No problems at all. It's the same as when they say to you, you know, you can't down a pint of water, but if I put a pint in front of you of alcohol, you'll down that fucker for a laugh. And it really is. But what I'm saying is if you can't give yourself that half an hour to do the right thing and if you can't remove alcohol and drugs from you from a period of time, what do you expect to happen? You're going to be in a shit place. You are going to be continuously ill. You are going to continuously be negative because you're not feeding yourself any positivity at all. You're not giving your body what it needs. You're not feeding... And, and, and I, I literally spoke to my... Um, I spoke to my daughter. She said, you know, I've got really bad, you know, this is the, the life of being a dad. Because she's a dad, I've got fucking really bad constipation. You know, my skin's fucking really poor, um, breaking out and stuff like that. And she's 17. So, you know, she's she's obviously conscious about this. And I said, well, you know, what are you doing? Are you drinking enough water? Well, I'm trying. Well, how much are you having? Well, I have a, a glass in the morning and I try to have a glass or two during the day. And that's not enough. What food are you eating? And you can see her food consumption was not 
positive food consumption she was going around a friend's house and because she's just started earning a little bit of money she's like oh i'm getting takeaways and stuff that's fine i'm not stopping you from getting takeaways but just acknowledge that if you get a takeaway you're going to be constipated because it's shit food it's not good quality fiber there's loads of fucking fats and all sorts of stuff in there so it's going to bung you up your skin is going to be awful because you're not cleansing your skin so it's the basics. It's the absolute basics that we need to get back to sometimes. Sometimes you need to get back to basics. Sometimes you need to give yourself that break that you need. And we don't do it enough. We are all, we are, and I genuinely mean we are all um, at some point, unless you're an absolute fucking junkie of, um, you know, <laughs> of... Um, of exercise or whatever or a health junkie but again you look at those foodies and you look at those you sorry you look at those um fitness freaks sometimes they've been through the through, through the railroads they've been to the point where they looked at the south and they're obese or they're getting obese I, in fact i remember there was a guy an old um a sergeant of mine and um he just hit his 40s and he had a bit of a mid drift he was putting on a bit of weight because our metabolism you know naturally slows down at a certain age and he he he'd been like that for a few. He'd been going, you know, going down the mess, the sergeant's mess, and all that sort of stuff in the military. We were, and he was eating, you know, big, uh, you know, he was getting because it was cheap, cheap food basically, but good quality food, but cheap. But it wasn't. It, when I say good quality, it was good quality bad food, if you like. So he was having like full English breakfasts nearly every day, and he was like, because it was easy, consumable. It's just you know the way it works. Um, it was cheap alcohol, so he was having a drink in the evening. He was eating biscuits during the day, and he was sat behind a desk because he was now a manager, not a shop floor worker. So he was taking away the natural elements of exercise that he was getting through work, and that's pretty much what I'm like now. I'm to the point where I can dr I drink alcohol, I don't eat good quality food, and I'm sat behind a desk 24 fucking seven. It feels like because I'm not out and about socialising. I'm not out and about doing work on the floor because I'm I'm becoming to the manager's aspect. So now I'm just going. I'm managing people. So people do the exercise bit or the you know the, the you know the work bit, and I do the, the sit behind the desk and the boring paperwork and documentation side of things. What does that do? Well, everything slows the fuck down because it doesn't need to. Your only exercise is walking from. Especially now I'm a, a work from home guy. I go from fucking bed to my fucking computer so i need to make an active conscious effort to make a difference to myself otherwise i will put on weight and i will feel like shit and i will look like shit because i won't be fucking feeling confident and that's what i've done i've got to the point where there's so much negativity around me yes i'm performing in work but i'm not performing successfully because i'm not doing the right things so if you are in that category where you know you're you're um feeding yourself drink and drugs all week and you're, you're you're not exercising then you can't say to yourself that you're making an effort you can't expect yourself to be in a good state of mind if that's your routine there's everything's okay in moderation to a degree i mean i would never recommend fucking drugs hard drugs or anything like that um you know that, that's a no-brainer but what i am saying is you've got to do the right things to make sure that you're getting the best out of life if you can't say you're doing those and you're not getting regular exercise you're not eating healthy you're not drinking plenty of water you're not engaging socially to stimulate your mind if you're not doing those things then you don't don't expect to be happy once you start doing those things if you're still unhappy then seek medical attention seek medical help and if there is something underlying we can we they can deal with it you can deal with it because you'll understand it. But you can't say to yourself you're depressed, you're stressed, your anxiety is through the fucking roof if you're not doing the right things along the way. If you're not getting out and exercising, you're not eating healthy, you're not sticking to a routine of shutting off. I mean, how many of us sit there and eat after fucking six, seven o'clock at night? How many of us? Loads of us. Well, if you're eating after that time, your body's not going to shut, you're not going to be able to process that. And when you go to sleep, your body's still going to be trying to metabolize that food. But you're shutting down when your body should be, should, your body should be completely in a relaxed state of mind. It's not because it's, you're, you fed it. So it's like, fuck, I need to process this. So what does it do? It processes it quickly and it just stores it as fat. It's like, fuck, we're just going to chuck it here, mate. We ain't got time for that. And then if you keep doing that, you're going to end up looking like you're, 
you're, you're not healthy. You're not going to feel healthy. You're not going to look healthy. Why? Because you're not doing the right things. You need to get yourself into a strict routine, shutting off at a certain time. Save your indulgences for moderation. Get to the weekend and give yourself that celebratory piece. I've had a really good fucking week. I've done five days of exercise. I've drank plenty of water. I feel cleansed. I've elt. I've I've, elt, <laughs> I've eaten healthy. That was a different. That was a, that was an amalgamation of two words there. Elt, eaten healthy. There you go. It's a new word. Stick that in the Oxford dictionary, and. Um, if you're not doing that, then don't expect the don't expect the positives to hit you in life. Expect things like diabetes, liver failure, kidney damage. All those things are going to happen if you're not doing the right things. Yes, by all means, have a fucking week off. But that's what we do. We get into a routine where we work healthy, we live healthy, we celebrate the weekends because it's our relaxed period. We need to have that. We can't live in a state of complete unhappy. You would end up, I think, being unhappy again most of us if you didn't have the old in, the old indulgence but work up to a celebratory point of having a nice indulgence on a friday or a saturday um i think i had a friend of mine actually used to call it fatterday not saturday it was fatterday so he used to from monday to friday and sun, so sunday to friday um i was gonna i was gonna do uh, a working week there from sunday sunday to friday he would eat healthy exercise drink plenty of water and then fatterday as he called it, he would have a glass, you know, a bottle of wine. He would have a movie. He'd have chocolate. He'd have crisps. He'd have a nice big dinner. And he enjoyed it because he had it in the moderation. But what he did do was he looked healthy. He he felt healthy. And I genuinely mean, when I saw him, I was gobsmacked. I was like, fucking how have you been doing, mate? He went, nothing. I said, I've literally just been cutting out the shit throughout the week. And I've just been doing a little bit of exercise. I feel more positive. I feel happier. There's not as much weight on me. So naturally, I'm sleeping better. And I was like, oh, right. And he said, and then I get to Fatterday, he said. And I went, do you mean Saturday? He went, no, Fatterday, mate. And then gave me a wink. And I went, oh, that's, a, that's, that's genius. And he said, yeah. And, and some people will say that's a bit of a negative way of looking. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't save to indulge in one day a week. Well, it worked for him, and it's worked for a lot of people that I know that do that. So then kudos to them, kudos to them. So, yeah, it's, 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 what, it's getting into that routine. And, you know, I think it's really important to acknowledge that. And I've seen the changes in how I felt from last week on Wednesday where I was desperate to take time off. I was desperate. I was like, fuck this shit. I was, I was applying for jobs because I thought that's what the problem was. I was like, fucking every, I was like, fuck everybody, fuck this. I, and I, that's my mindset, all because I didn't take off a week a month ago and go, I need a break between all this. This is getting a bit heavy. Let me take a week off just to reset, just shut down, ha, you know, get back into a routine of eating healthy. And, and that's the important bit. It's just that reset in life that you need. And like I said, you know, at the moment, sometimes it's just life. And life is hard. I mean, genuinely, it is hard. If you're, I, I was li one of the conversation points for me with my missus were, I can't wait for the kids to get to the point where they're earning money, so that we they don't, you know, because I, there's a little period in life when you have children, um, where it they just there's a, a, a the initial stages of having a child very expensive, first fucking five years because they're like constantly growing. Um, you know, needing all the, you know, nappies and all the other fucking things that are just through the fucking roof. And then you get a little bit of a lull where they don't grow as quickly and it's not as expensive and you do get a little bit of help from other people. And then they get to a point where they're almost teenagers where it's like, mate, you just fucking got to crack on. <laughs> it's just almost, you're, you're hung out to dry. You're like, fuck. It's like they hit 13 and you're like, fucking hell. But that's another really demanding stage. And I've got a 17 and 16 year old that are just, and it's even worse because they want makeup cleansers for their fucking face and toners and i don't know fucking can i'm trying to think of the shit that they say to me they just send me links and they go can you get this and i'm like that's like 6.99 mate and what they don't realize is if one wants for one for one of my children out of my three daughters wants something for 6.99 the other person will go where'd you get that from i got that from dad and then they'll find out what it is because they're all fucking computer geniuses nowadays. And they'll go, well, that's six ninety nine. They come up to me and they go, Dad, can I have this? And I'll go, oh, no, don't be silly. I ain't got money for that. But you had money for this one. And I'll go, hmm, yeah. Now, do I be an arsehole dad and go, well, that she needed that. And she's going, well, okay. 
I don't need the sweets, but what I do need is fucking this and this for the price of six ninety nine. So six ninety nine doesn't turn into six ninety nine. It turns into what seven fourteen twenty one twenty pound ninety seven. That's what it turns into, and this is what I tried to explain to them. That twenty pound ninety seven. Jimbo didn't fucking account for that at the start of the month. That extra twenty pound ninety seven, but that doesn't happen once. That happens five times through the fucking month, and then they'll come up to you and go, "Oh, Dad, I need fucking panty liners or whatever, fucking tampon." I'm like. Okay. And they're through the fucking roof. So you get curveballs all the time. But once they all once they're all earning their money, I've said once you're earning money, you pay and now they're all a couple of them are earning money. And I go, Well you gotta buy the essentials for yourself now. You know, you're you're earning a bit of money. You've got to buy the essentials that you need. You're you're earning pennies now. Spend that money on them. So it and it is it is a constant, constant negativity and I was saying to my missus I can't fucking wait for them to be earning a good amount of money so it's not a burden on us and our money is ours again you know and I and I don't say that in a negative sense because my children are absolutely fucking fantastic and I feel absolutely blessed and privileged to have three amazing daughters I will caveat that I do they, they come with their challenges though and the financial burden on having children is astronomical I think they say that an average child in its lifetime will in your lifetime of basically caring for it will cost you in excess of a hundred thousand pounds I think that's a hundred thousand is it yeah I'm sure it's about a hundred thousand pounds don't quote me on that because I will find that out um but I think it was around about I think I might have watched an American thing that was like a hundred thousand dollars um so it might have been that but which will probably be about seventy eighty thousand pounds but that's still an astronomical amount of money and it, when you when you go when you actually look back it it can cost you that over 17 or over what so let's say their lifespans at 20 lifespan fucking hell James let's say the 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 span of your commitment is to, to their 21. Yeah, and that's when they start earning a good amount of money. That's 21 fucking years, three times over. That's a lot of money. So it is a massive financial burden. And that doesn't go away. And it gets it gets worse. You know, it can go up and down. Like I said, you all know the journey I'm with, um, with my, my eldest daughter and the, and, and the absolute catastrophic fucking news that we had from her. And we're still fighting that now. That's an that's an expense I never accounted for. And that's two hundred pound a month that I have to pay. That I've had to go out. So I do a second job. The reason I do a second job, and most people think, you know, you do need to do a second job for, because I pay two hundred pound a month for therapy for her. That the NHS won't support, or they will support through CAMS and all the other people. If you understand um, the the um, you know the system through. Um, uh, through the United Kingdom, if you're in America, you know, so whatever, or in a different country, it'll be a different system. But we had the NHS, but the NHS is so fucking at, so fundamentally under um, financed that we, we've been waiting almost a year to even look to going to court for this because they're so understaffed that the woman that's taken our case on has just got cases coming out of our ears. So and then we go to cams and we've been to cams and they're like, mate, it's, it's six months to a eight, six to eight months to get to even get an, an, an a, you know an initiation and like a a startup meeting. And I've gone, I can't wait six to eight months to start some sort of therapy for her. So for the last six to eight months, you know, you're paying two hundred pound a month. That's an expense I never accounted for. It's an expense that I'll never ever question. But I've had to go out and get a second job to pay for that. Now I work every Sunday to pay for that now I would do that I would do that again not that I'd ever want to go through it again but I would do it again if I had to but that's just an expense I never encountered for and it's not an expense that I can I can literally just you know it's not a disposable income I have but I'll do whatever I can to my for my daughter she would never know she, she just get it, gets it paid for and then when she comes in and says to me oh, I don't think it's working I go fucking it, it, it is <laughs> and we will make it work you need to stick to it you know, she's sort of kind. Of, it's difficult. Anyway, I'm not going to. I'm not going to digress into that. But that's just the. That's life. Life chucks you curveballs, and the reason why I put the title is sometimes it's just life. Life is like that. Life is a fucking difficult roller coaster for everybody. It maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's a friendship, maybe it's you know, uh, maybe it's your your children, maybe it's work. But if you're not doing your own individual steps to make things better that don't expect change do not expect change 
if you're not doing the right, if you're not getting out there and exercising, you're not doing what you need to do, you're not eating healthy, and you're not doing uh, and, and drinking plenty of water, etc., etc., hydrating yourself. I know men love saying that. If you drank some water, I had to reset myself there. Well, I don't know why I went into an American accent there. And, um, but it, we do say that a lot. If you, you've got a headache if you'd had enough water today. <laughs> we do say that a lot. But I think that um, for me, life is fucking difficult. It is. It's it's not easy for anybody, especially we're in a cost of living crisis. You know, you see sh- fucking media all over the place. There's fucking wars here we're on the brink of World War Three. We're on an energy crisis with the energy companies um, I- acknowledging that they're making astronomical profits. T- literally, that's to me, that's theft. They've stolen my money. If they're making almost a billion pound in profit in the first quarter of their fucking year, financial year, you've got to say to yourself, that's actually, that's modern day theft, mate. You, you've, there's, there's no difference between fucking you coming in and just stealing my money because that's what you've done. Um, so we go through these things and then if you might have family problems, whatever it may be, but you need to look after yourself. You can't sit there and go, oh, the fucking world's on top of me. I'm fucking had enough. You can't do that. You really can't until you've looked at the right avenues and tried to do the right things. Try to get the, surrounded by the right people that are caring for you. Get the family members. Speak up. Speak out. That is the really important bit. Let people know you're struggling. In fact, I've got a great little story, actually, to tell you just about that. That's just literally resonated with me. because. So I always speak up about my mental health. Why? I think it's really important to acknowledge. Um, I work in a, in a high... Um, in a high-functioning um, organisation. And a couple of times I've mentioned that, you know, I do suffer from ADHD and PTSD. Does that, does that affect me? It does affect me on a daily basis. Absolutely. Why do I mention that? Well, I think it's really important for people around me that are close working for me to to let them know that, you know, I do struggle and there's reasons why. So I had a one-to-one with my boss who called the one-to-one on the back of my little fucking escapade that I had the other week where I threw my teddies out the cot firmly and went, this fucking organisation's a fucking shit state. I've got people that are paid 17, 18 grand a year more than me that don't know what day of the fucking week is. So, you know, you need to sort your shit out. So I went to my boss and went, fucking sort this out. Called a one-to-one to me. And, he's, and this is what he said to me. Um, I had a one-to-one and he goes, James... Um, why do you keep mentioning your mental health? What What's the point of that? And I looked at him, bearing in mind he's got disabilities. And I said, I don't get what you mean. And he went, well, why do you mention it? I go, well, because, like, for instance, ADHD is huge. It's, it's, it's like a, it, it comes in so many different forms and has so many different connotations to it. And so, so many different, it affects me in different ways. And he went, what do you mean? I said, well, for instance, if you give me two projects um, with a similar deadline and one project I don't want to do and one project I do want to do, I will do that one I want to do to the best of my ability and um, and above and beyond. And it, I will make it incredible because I'm enjoying it and I want that process. And if that other process comes along, I will just leave it to the last minute because you've given me a deadline and literally a day before that deadline i'll give it to you and it'll be a shower of shit and you'll look at both those projects and gone why are they so different one i was interested in one i wasn't i said and that's my mental health that's that's the truth of my mental he goes but you can't be seen to be like that i said why not i said i would never i don't tell people the the details of underlying but i'm just trying to let people know that if you research my mental health problems that i that aren't going away You'll understand me and how I work. If you don't want to do that and you just see it as me constantly mentioning my mental health, and I mean constantly in the loose terms because I don't. I've mentioned it twice in two years, so I don't understand why he said that. But that just goes to show, for me, I was, I was I almost lost a little bit of respect for him there because I was like, I understand your um, disabilities. Um, I think he's got Asperger's and um, he's got um, IBS. So I was like, I understand your um, low immune system. And, and I said this to him on the day. I was like, I understand your low immune system. I understand your reservations and anxiety about going into big rooms of people because you don't want to get infections and you don't want to um, hurt yourself, you know, or, or make yourself feel ill because you don't know what the um, ramifications of that are. I understand all that. 
I said, but you you th- you see me mentioning my mental health as a negative in 2023. In the back of my mind, I said that. But that just goes to show, even, even this person who has a disability is mentioning, why do I mention my mental health? Almost like, stop mentioning it. That's what it felt like to me. Maybe I read that wrong. I don't know. But that's almost how it felt. Stop mentioning it, mate. Why do you need to mention it? Because... PTSD affects me in massive ways. I might not get up one morning. In, no, I don't mean a negative way, but I mean like I might just not want to get out of bed. Or I might come out to bed and be completely exhausted because I've not slept the night before. Because my ADHD has been fucking racing through my brain. Or I might get up in the morning and be... I might drive to a fun, to, to a, a, a place and get there and be so frazzled from my PTSD because it was revolving around car crashes and being in a car that that's completely changed my mindset and mood. I might not want to travel because I'm not in the mood to travel. I might get, I might be completely and utterly exhausted. Why do you think I don't work most Fridays? Because I'm so fucking exhausted from Monday to Thursday, from constantly performing and constantly going and going and going and going, that Friday I'm fucking frazzled. I just want to do a couple of hours and shut off and sit down and relax because it, I do need that time. Or... I could turn up on the Friday and just be a completely and not utterly obnoxious prick. But that goes to show, though, for me, that resonated in the fact that we're in 2023 where we're already. And, and I know that there's a world where people keep mentioning mental health and rah, rah, rah. And I go. But these are things that aren't going away. I need you to understand that this is how I operate. Does it affect my work output? Absolutely not. I'll never let it show that it affects my work output. But I want you to acknowledge that it may be a day where I can't control it affecting my work output. And you'll acknowledge that. Or, like what's happened the last couple of months, a couple of, over the last couple of months, I've had a, a, a basically a, um, an acknowledgement in the sense that I don't feel I'm being um, supported by the organisation. And I'm, I'm using that as a broad spectrum. But I don't feel I'm being supported and managed properly. And that's affecting me. To the point where it's made me want to completely and utterly close down. Because I'm not getting support. Now that affects me. Which is in turn affecting my output. Which is in turn affecting my attitude. And then he turns around to me and said, Well James, I just want you to come into work, be happy. And, you know, keep the team bubbling. Keep the team, you know, you've, you've, got, this, you've got this energy about you James. And I go, yeah, that's great. I understand that. But if you don't do your fucking bit and he doesn't do his bit and she doesn't do her bit or they, them, whatever, whoever they may be, don't do their bit, they're going to affect my mental health. And what's happened is I'm telling you now that that has acknowledged me. So that's now affected me. And it's got to the point where I've had to shut down completely and take a week off out of the blue. And that is what I've had to do for my own mental health. I shouldn't have to get to that point where I have to completely and utterly take a week off out of the blue to just reset. I should take a week off managed through going away with my family, friends, whatever it may be. So it's important. And that's just goes to show that even in 2023, people are naive and still look at it as a negative. Why do you mention it? Why would I not mention it? You're my direct line. You're my my next line manager you need to understand what i'm going through just like i need to understand what you're going through i think that's i'm not chucking it in your face and asking you to adapt and overcome i'm not asking you to change anything i'm just asking you to acknowledge that there's things i go through and you've got to a point now where you're having a one-to-one with me because of the frustrations that have been ignored for the last six to seven months and it's just got progressively worse and people are getting paid to come in and do fuck all and go home but you expect me to fucking carry on churning on. And that sounds like a bit of a rant, and it was a bit of a rant. But it just goes to show that people aren't, you know, and this is an older generation, and their mindset is still in a negative place for me. So there you go. And, you know, it's kind of, I mean, that's a long-winded chat away there, wasn't it? But you've got to do the right things for you. You've got to take those. And if you're doing those right things, if you're taking time out correctly, you're giving yourself the space you require. You're giving yourself that healthy that healthy mindset, healthy body. If you've still got issues there, then definitely 110% seek help. And I don't mean man up to the point where you've just got to ignore it and man up. I mean, do the right things for you. Because sometimes life does just get, it's just difficult. Everybody experiences life's difficult. I've got friends of mine that have had difficult relationships that have, that have affected them 
I've got a very good friend. I've had friends of mine that have had difficult work environments that has affected them. I've had friends of mine that have had difficult family that have affected them. Everybody has had some sort of situation that could have affected them. The problem is, like I've said to you, and I beat the fucking drum about this, women have this um, ability to talk things through and open up. Men have this thing where they just they just procrastinate and they hold it in. And they go, fuck everybody. And now I'm just going to get angry. And I'm going to become this little ball of angriness. And I'm going to fuck you. I'm, as soon as I can fucking get a chance, I'm going to chuck you under the bus. I'm going to chuck you under the bus. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to write a list. And this list is getting longer because I fucking hate you. I'm going to fucking hate you. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. We just get bitter. And that's why we become cantankerous old bastards because if you go along and you see the happiness in people the people that have the ability to switch off is fucking great i love that ability but i don't but if you don't give yourself that chance to spend time with family i've ever uh say I, I mention my friends all the time but i have a friend of mine that gets it right and he just says to me james don't matter i was in a bit of a shit place so he's like mate <laughs> it does not matter mate you do what you can in the day you have but ultimately, your life is your family and your friends or your family always number one. And then your friends and having a good time in life, mate. That's the priority there, buddy. Because if you die in a year's time, what are you going to look back and go? Oh, well, you did fucking, you did your job really well, mate. And you made the asbestos management plans get signed. Yay! No one fucking cares, mate. It's not your fucking job. Just move on and just make sure that you shut that laptop in time shut it down and fucking go and spend some time with your family cook good food invite people around he said you've got a fucking great garden space that you've built over the last two years to have people around have people around and enjoy your space with them and i think that's a really important place you know and i'm going to finish there actually so um yeah like i say my apologies um for for not um uh, talking talking yesterday on my sunday reflection unfortunately i was working yesterday um as i that's part of the reason why i wanted to try and address because i do work on sundays um and i did I, I got home and i was fucking exhausted because i was still in my shutdown mode and um you know i was i was a bit exhausted so i slept and then i cooked dinner and i was i just wanted to go to fucking bed i didn't have a chance to do it so today I knew I'd have a really good fucking chilled out day, done a bit of DIY, listened to a bit of music, watched a really good movie. And I was like, yeah, now's the time, baby. Now's the time. Jump on. Get the tunes are flowing. Let's get going. I'm going to have a sip before I finish up and wrap up for you. But um, so, yeah, it wasn't really a negative podcast. I was trying to be as positive as I can, but I'm just trying to get out there, you know, that... Um, you know, you've got to do the right things for you. And that means getting the things right down the bottom baseline right. And I always say this and I harp on about this and the fucking drum gets beaten weekly about fucking talking to the right people and surrounding yourself by the right people. It's so, so important. If you're doing the right things. I wonder where my music has gone there. If you're doing the right things and you're still in a negative space and you've done all this stuff that I've spoken about, you've got the right people around you, you find, you, you know, you, you, you're keeping yourself positive, you're surrounding yourself with as much positivity as possible, you're eating good food, you're drinking plenty of water, you're getting exercise. If you're doing all of those things on a regular basis and you're still feeling shit and there's something still niggling away, and then seek medical, medical advice, get that medical help. But make sure you do those things first. Because if you go to a therapist, and I've been to my therapist, and my therapist said to me, you know, what are you doing with your life, James? And I was like, well, not really a lot, mate. I'm just fucking drinking a lot. And, you know, I just fucking party hard. And I go out a lot. And I'm like, don't really spend much time with my family. And they're like, well, that's pretty much a problem there, buddy. <laughs> You're not doing the right fucking things. And uh, I was like, yeah, okay, then. Yeah, fair enough. And I did the right things. And um, did it help me? No, it transpired that the, the medical help and the 38 therapy sessions and the 16 therapy sessions I've had this year alone um, have all acknowledged that this this is just an under this is you know like I said what came out of all those therapy sessions was was ADHD and permanent PTSD so I knew I was going to be on medication for the rest of my life I know I'm on antidepressants because of the permanent PTSD they're like you're not going to get away we've we've done everything we've been to um, CBT cognitive behavior therapy I've had um, three or four different therapists I've done EMDR, I've done acupuncture, that, you know, I've done everything I possibly can. 
and it came out after all of that the conclusion was no mate you're you're going to be you know you've got a mental um illness uh, through adhd and the ptsd is permanent mate. it's not going away you you can't you you, you your, your brain won't allow you to process it but I did the right things first. So now my whole process and my whole journey of this whole podcast is to explain that we've got to keep going. You've got to keep trying. You've got to keep the positivity because life is shit sometimes. And it is. If you've got children, it will be shit until I say shit. It's not. It's amazing. But at the same time, it is very tough um, until it gets to the point where they're not so much of a financial burden, I suppose. They're not a burden themselves. They are ch children are incredible. They're impeccable, and anybody that has the chance to have them, um, you know, is is an absolute accolade. To, you know, is a positive, an absolute positive, because there is people out there that don't have the ability to have children. So you don't waste that time. Please don't waste that time. But at the same time, do the right things along that journey to make things work for you, because it will be tough. But there will be a time. I know my dad. I spoke to my dad a little while ago. And he said, son, you were fucking hard work. Um, and as we now know, it's it was undiagnosed ADHD um, because they didn't have that in the fucking 80s. Um, the diagnosis aspect for it or even an understanding of it. He said, but I've seen such a change in you in the last two years. He said, you're so much more um, energetic, positive. I said, I can see you have your down days, but you manage it more effectively. You don't try not to let things get to go on too long so you get really angry uh, and really frustrated um he said the only time he acknowledged he said the only time i've noticed that you didn't do that was the last couple of months he said he said and we had a long conversation he said I, i've actively noticed you. you you've disengaged from us he said you used to talk to us weekly you used to come over every friday and have a beer with us and a chat and, and he said you just stopped all of that i said well Believe it or not, I've not just stopped that. I've stopped video messaging friends. I've stopped talking to friends on a daily basis. I said, I've just shut down, mate. And he went, why? I said, I don't know. I just, the frustrations of work. He said, but you've let work overtake you and remove everything that was positive for you. Everything that was positive was seeing people, having fun, um, you know, everything you can try and do, video messages, because I do struggle with going out. But he said, but all of those things were really big positives. And you were making our lives better because of your positivity. He said, but I can see you've let that go. And he said to me, I'm really happy that you've taken this time away. So, yeah, that's the positives from that. I'm, I'm going to leave something for you, actually. I'm going to try and find it if I can, actually, because uh, just before. Cause I, this this came through the other day. And I thought it was really important to acknowledge. Um, and uh, So I've got a few old friends um, and... Am I going to say this? No, I'm not going to say that, actually. Why? Because I think it might be negative. It might ruin everything I've tried to say in this one. It's a bit of a negative note. I'll save it for the next one because I can start the negativity and pull it into a bit of a positivity. Little cliffhanger there for you. I didn't do that on purpose. I genuinely did that by accident. I was going to tell you. I thought, no, I don't want to finish on a negative note. I want to start and then unpick that negative note. Um, and it's about friendship. Um, and I think the next po the next podcast next podcast will be about friendship i think that was me rewinding um and i think that for me um there's a note that i read i'm going to save it i've saved it i'm going to read that note and then try and let it resonate you with you with regards to friendships um i've been let down um quite a bit by friendships over my time and um more recently actually let down heavily by some by by a, a, a particular friend of mine um and I think that that's why it resonated quite heavily with me because it's amazing where, where friendships, you can let people into your life and unfortunately they can take advantage of you for their own, um, their own prosperity and, you know, and almost fucking cast you aside once they've got what they needed from you. And you will, you'll never stop that, I don't think. Um, but at the same time, I think it's really appreciate, it's really important, sorry, to acknowledge that and to find a way to process that because it can it can hurt it really can hurt especially for the likes of me because i do put a lot of value into my friends i have a small friendship circle um and a few of the people that have been in my friendship circle of of, of, of yeah they've, they've kind of been quite negative um in their in the, in the outcome of it and it's, it does it takes me a while to get over that it really does and i think that's why this little note that i read the other day i was like 
that resonates quite heavily with me so i'm going to talk about that it's friendship on the next one i think it's really important to unpick that and how we deal with that how we manage these negative situ situations because there's no there's you know there's nothing out there that can tell you i can only tell you from my experience and how i manage it um but it is it's it's hard work it's it's a long journey to to un undo the negatives of a of a friendship um and even worse if it's a relationship that's been down that route so um yeah thank you for listening um i really 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 appreciate your time um and thank you for listening for all the around the world i know that this relies heavily on consistency for the importance of people listening um however it's hard for me to be too consistent because I do get a bit bored of it and I go, am I being a bit boring? Am I just going on and on a bit like I am now? Um, so I try to I try to give little cliffhangers here to, to try and keep me interested and keep you interested. So thanks for listening. Take care of yourself and maybe have a little reflection time for yourself. Um, have a good one. Take care. I love you all and I'll speak to you soon.